0: Exfoliating can be a powerful tool in your skincare routine to help prevent acne and keep your skin and pores clean and smooth. But it's easy to go wrong when using acids, particularly if you're layering them in your skincare routine, which is why today I'm talking how to layer skincare acids. Welcome to The Korean Beauty Show, where we're talking all things Korean skincare, makeup and more. If you want to learn about the hottest trending products and ingredients straight from South Korea, then this is the podcast for you. Each week, we'll be diving in to take a look at the latest trends, as well as all the tips and tricks you need to perfect your K-beauty routine. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, professional K-beauty expert and founder of Korean beauty platform Style Story. Today's podcast episode is brought to you by Subi Bare Skin Balm. If you're ready to take it off, take it all off, makeup and SPF, then you need this cleansing balm in your routine. Featuring Australian lemon myrtle with sea buckthorn oil, it provides a luxurious cleanse that'll get your skin naked in no time. Guys, hello and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. On today's episode, I am going to be tackling one of the questions that I get asked the most, and that is how to layer. Acids in your routine and how to do it safely so that you don't irritate your skin and don't uh, aggravate any, any conditions and worsen your skin's barrier. These are all things that can happen when we have uh, acid mishaps. So that's why I think it's such a, an important topic to cover as well, because a lot of people are experimenting with them. And I think a lot of people have a lot of questions about the interaction of various products in their skincare routine with the acids that they're using. So here is how to layer acids in your skincare routine for maximum results minus the irritation. To start off with there are two types of exfoliators and that is because they fall into two main categories which is manual And chemical. So manual exfoliants used to be all the rage when I was younger, like things like um, apricot scrubs, uh, anything that had little particles in it that you use to buff your skin. That is what we mean by manual exfoliants. But they've taken a bit of a backseat in recent years, and that is thanks to the popularity of the chemical exfoliants. So these are things like your AHAs, BHAs, and PHAs. While manual exfoliants definitely still have a place in your skincare routine, I think because they're pretty self-explanatory to use, today we're focusing on exfoliants of the chemical variety, which can be trickier to work into your routines because they're pH dependent. So if you're not too familiar with acids, they are the big guns of skincare, basically. They're designed to treat a really uh, wide variety of common skin complaints, things like blackheads, whiteheads, breakouts, hyperpigmentation, and also blocked pores. And as I mentioned, they do f- they do fall into two main categories, which are AHAs and BHAs, and the newer ones are PHAs. But let's go through uh, AHAs first. So, AHA it stands for alpha hydroxy acids, and what they do is exfoliate the outer layer of your skin. They remove dead skin and uncover under- the fresh stuff underneath. They're water-soluble, and that's why they are recommended for dry, flaking, and aging skin, because they can help to stop the pores from clogging, and they can also work wonders on things like hyperpigmentation. They will help to brighten your skin and leave it clearer and more refined, basically. So this group of acids includes glycolic acids, which is one of the most common that you probably would have heard of, as well as lactic acid, mandelic acid and a whole lot more. BHAs are the other main category that you will see, uh, particularly in K-Beauty, and they that stands for better hydroxy acids. So BHAs are oil-soluble. So remember we mentioned that your AHAs are water-soluble. BHAs are oil-soluble. So they exfoliate at a deeper level, and that makes them really excellent for keeping your pores clear and also protecting skin from breakouts and they work really well at reducing inflammation so some of the common BHAs that you will see in k-beauty include salicylic acid uh, and betaine salicylate now there are um, a few differences between the strength of BHAs that can be sold in Korea as opposed to other countries so there is a little bit of a difference between the Korean beauty products formulated for. For the domestic Korean market versus those that are targeting international uh, markets. And the strengths will be uh, different depending on basically where the products are intended to be sold. So keep that in mind when it comes to BHAs. So I guess the key thing to take away from this is that both of them work in a similar way. Both AHAs and BHAs do work in a, in a, in a similar way. And that is In a really, um, I guess, layman's terms, they unglue the bonds that leave dead skin stuck on your skin surface. So they allow the old skin to shed away normally and then the stuff underneath, the smoother, fresher stuff underneath can come through. That's basically what they're doing. So in terms of layering these different products... And the number one question that I'm always asked is, can I use BHAs and AHAs together in the same routine? And the short answer is yes, but not for everyone. So the reason is because combining them can cause irritation. So my recommendation would be if you are prone to dry skin sensitivity or redness, then stick to just one. I think if you've got oily skin, then combining your BHAs and AHAs is probably safe, and it may even be beneficial. Uh, But the key to layering your acids comes down to pH levels. You need to start with a product that has a lower pH, and then finish with the one with a higher pH. So this is basic chemistry, guys. If you use a product that raises your skin's pH first, the product with a lower lower pH will have to work to bring that number down instead of work on improving your skin, which means it's not going to be as effective. So I think if you think of layering your acids like your double cleansing, that's a good way to think about it. So you want to start with your oil-soluble BHA first, and then move on to your AHA. So oil soluble first, then water soluble. And when it comes, this is a general guide to what the pH of these products should be. Uh, Most products will tell you their pH level on the packaging itself. And if they don't, then it should have it on the website that you're buying it from. I know on Star Story, we do always include that information wherever it is available from the brand. uh, And BHAs are typically formulated to be a pH of 3.5 and then AHAs should be uh, formulated at a pH of under 4. So this is why you want to use your BHA product first, not only because it is lower in pH but also because it's oil soluble and AHAs are not. So as usual I'm going to give you guys the spiel about over exfoliation and that is Please, please, for the love of all things, holy, if you notice any redness, sensitivity or excessive dryness, that is a good sign to slow down with your acids. If you notice any of those things, either cut them right out or you can cut back to using them two to three times a week and then alternate between your acids. So do please keep a lookout for those uh, really common symptoms of overexfoliation. It's not a pretty thing. It's 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 not nice, and if there's any way you can possibly avoid it, I would definitely recommend doing so. The next question I get asked a lot is can I use an AHA or a BHA with vitamin C? And my response is generally no. And this is why Vitamin C has an exfoliating effect on the skin by itself, so I don't generally recommend mixing the two. Aside from the potential irritation, AHAs and BHAs can inactivate your vitamin C which will render it useless as well because vitamin C again is another one of those products that the efficacy of the product is dependent on the skin's pH when you apply it. So if you want to want to combine the two and your skin is not affected in any way by mixing acids then this is the correct order vitamin C, BHA and then AHA but I would implore you guys to make sure that your skin is okay with the combination patch test if you need to before you go in and just throw them on your face. I am very cautious in my approach because I've had a damaged skin barrier before and I know how long it took to repair my skin and get it back to normal and it is just not Uh, something i would want to go through again so i am cautious but that would be my general answer to people i say no don't but if you can and you're sure that your skin is not affected by mixing acids then vitamin c bha and then aha is technically the way that you would do it So similar related question, can I combine AHAs and BHAs with retinols? And again, I would say no, and that is because you're going to cause some serious irritation if you use all of these together. I just, I don't think it's a good idea. Less is more. Remember that they are aimed at doing very similar things, and it's not the kind of thing where applying more and doing more is getting more benefit, you're probably just going to end up with irritated skin. So just don't do it, would be my general advice. Don't combine them. No. The next one is, can I combine AHAs and BHAs with hyaluronic acid? And my answer to this is ding, 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 yes, yes, you can. And this is actually a really good combination. And the reason is that hyaluronic acid is not a true acid. It's actually a humectant. So it doesn't function like AHAs or BHAs. It's actually highly nourishing and hydrating. So having acid in the name is obviously quite misleading, but it is a really good ingredient to be using if you are using AHAs and BHAs, because it can help to counteract some of those effects, uh, particularly some of the drying side effects that a lot of people notice and they're using AHAs and BHAs in their routine. So I would say yes, definitely. Hyaluronic acid is great for applying after your exfoliating acids. So they would come, hyaluronic acid would come after your AHAs and your BHAs in your skincare routine. Another question. Can I use more than one product that has a BHA or an AHA in it? Now the answer is yes, but again I don't think it's necessary. So if you have a toner that has like a BHA AHA combination in it as well as a serum, well there's just not much use using them both in the same routine because they're working at the same sort of thing. So I would say it's either better to use them separately, not in the same routine, or alternate your days instead because that way you will risk less irritation to your skin. So you can see that this, the, all of these things, all of these questions are coming back to the same root thing that we're trying to avoid, which is irritation. We don't want to do anything that's going to irritate our skin. Uh, and using too high a strength, using too much, um, you know, moving up in strength too quickly, introducing things into your routine too quickly, all of these things are likely just to lead to irritation. So rather than the glowing, smooth, clear glass skin that you were promised, you may end up just having to use really bland, boring products for like four to six months while you repair your barrier. So that is the reason for my caution that. That is the reason why I am not a huge advocate of going wild with the acids. Obviously your appetite for risk may vary from mine and in which case as long as you're patch testing and that you're sure that your skin can withstand all the different acids and products and things like that, that's totally fine. If you know that your skin is okay with the combinations then that's one thing. But if there's someone out there that is just a little bit unsure or you know, wanting to dip their, their foot into the waters of acids and mixing everything up and not 100% sure where their skin lies on the spectrum or how their skin is going to react, then definitely slow and steady wins the race. I feel like I, I sound like a, break, a broken record, but I know everyone is really excited about the potential that these exfoliating products offer for the skin. And, you know, they've got a very well-deserved reputation. I don't want to make it sound like I don't agree with using acids in your routine. I think they have a very valid place in skincare routines. I just think that we are using too many of them and that it is giving a lot of people sensitivity and other issues that they probably wouldn't otherwise have if they weren't using so many acids in their skincare routine so that was one of my new year's skincare resolutions for everyone at the beginning of the year if you remember that episode was to you know go easy on the acids but if you are curious about how to layer them in your skincare routine well then hopefully your question was answered today if you do have any more acid related questions remember you can always come and find me on instagram my handle is at lauren.kbeauty I would love to chat to you about anything to do with acids, K-beauty, skincare. That is my favorite topic. (laughs) could talk about it all day. (laughs) So I hope this was interesting for you guys. Uh, If it was, then please subscribe so that you don't miss next week's episode, which I will have ready for you by Tuesday. Uh, We drop out episodes once every week on a Tuesday. So I would love for you to be there next week with me as well. So take care, guys, and until next time, I will see you on Star Story.